Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I am TJ Majors, the spotter of the 22 Cup car, um, 25 truck last week. You're also the spotter of Casey's sister, Nikki. Oh You've been stalking gosh. her on Instagram ever I since not. I got here. Casey let us know that she has a sister. She's I have hot. two sisters, and now they will not <laughs> let, it, let me She's let tall, go. she's dark. Nikki. She's got blue eyes. <gasps> yeah. Nikki, if you're watching this or listening to this, I'm I don't really think you can watch sorry. this. Yeah, if you are listening to this, I'm really sorry. Everybody listens. To Put this. your Instagram on private, please. <laughs> it's too late. I've already yeah. followed her. <laughs> too late. I don't even do Instagram and I followed her. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, who was off last weekend, Maya Snyder, who had an eventful truck race, thought we had a chance to win. Thanks to One My Financial for bringing this show to you guys. I'm only 42 for like another week. What? Your birthday's next week? Did I oh, yeah, next Tuesday. 43. Oh. Yeah. We have our 100th episode on Monday, and then your birthday's on Tuesday. We're turning 100? And then we have Fan Day on Friday. This week is about to be great. Can Nikki come to Fan Day and meet us? Meet us? Oh, I don't. That wasn't a no. I no. mean, I can ask her. Jason, are you mm. sick? I'm a little bit sick. What do you hey, got? Uh, just a cold. It's a you, r- great oh, week with yeah. all-star racing and everything. I'll be working all weekend. Still sick. You need so. on a body condom or something, dude. I don't want to catch this. I'm a gonna, what? A yeah. body condom. I should have a, <laughs> my own bubble over here. Have you ever seen that show, The Naked Gun? The movie, The Naked Gun? No. Well, the old school movie, yeah. That's like a... Put um, it on your watch list, you kiddos. Naked Gun is funny. <laughs> have you watched any of the movies we've put on your watch list yet? Not yet. Oh, what do you hey, the semester do? Just, this the semester just ended, he so I'll have some more time. He was just on Twitter being promoted for like all the work he's doing. I think he's yeah. pretty busy. I'm a little busy. It's work. I know. That should be partially hey, the semester work. descended, so I'll have some time to catch up on some movies. Did you make straight A's? Yeah. I did. I gave you a shout out, man. Yes. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Brett. You made a 4 Yeah. <laughs> Second time. Okay. If you add two of my semesters together, I made a four zero once. That's four zero. <laughs> I, I don't I, remember ever making a four. Blew a four point zero one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is not something you should be promoting. <laughs> well, he was driving. Four point zero is good. That's really good. Uh, TJ, that's couldn't do any better. That's, what do you think Josh got? <laughs> Josh, negative four. Oh uh, yeah. I, I wonder how he graduated. Did he? Oh, maybe he didn't. <laughs> Good chance he didn't. <laughs> How'd you get sick? Uh, I don't know. Scores. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you haven't been to a strip club yet, right? No, not yet. Should that be our hundredth oh, episode? No. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we got to wait. We'd have to sneak him in. Still got a year. No, you oh. said 18, right? Yeah, it's 18. Did you get in? No. Wait. No, you can get yeah, in. Yeah. You can get in at 18? You just yeah, can't drink? Yeah, you just can't drink. Yeah. You can if you take mini bottles with you. I mean, to each their own. <laughs> you can do I mean, you, I've but. I've never done anything like that. But we right. need. So you leave for Kentucky in a little bit. Man, what? We, we're testing Kentucky tomorrow. My race team is leaving at noon today. I'm the complete opposite. I'm leaving at 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah. I'm still working on that, but whatever. Hey, late, one day late, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. Uh, I think that it would be idiotic of us not to mention that, considering that women do all the work in this world. This is true. Men make all the money, and women pretty, do all uh, the work. It's pretty. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Being a stay-at-home parent every now and then, babysitting your own kid. <laughs> I've realized how hard it is to take care of kids. You probably have. So, you know, this is, uh, yeah, so moms, you know, it's uh, amazing what you guys do with kids and stuff. The fact that you carry that thing in your body for nine months (laughs) is amazing. And then, like, my niece just had a baby. Her name's Natalie, and she popped out. I'm like, what? Wait, what? How did this happen? You have kids. I feel like this what isn't do you the mean, first like, time. Pop yeah, out. You mean it came out and pop <laughs> yeah, out? Just like show up. Yeah. Well, well, I, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but still, that thing's just crammed in there, man. Yeah, it is. I mean, when we when Tamela was pregnant with Malin, she she like cracked one of her ribs because yeah. Malin oh. her foot was like up there kicking her and stuff. I couldn't imagine that. Could you? Nah, no, that's like an alien thing, man. It's weird. <laughs> oh, it's moving. Alien yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, Jovi was being born, and the doctor's like, you know, her head's going through the birth canal. Come feel it. I'm like, no, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, come feel it. I'm like, no. How I'm do you feel that? Fine. I don't want to feel it. I'm How do you good. feel in the birth? Do you, oh. No, she was oh. she was outside of her doing this stuff. Like, Oh, you, you know, can tell. She was, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Remember that in that movie? He's like, uh, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, just stay back there. Yeah. I'm going to take another Xanax, and I'll see you guys in a couple hours. Did you not watch? Peace. Did you not watch any of yours? What do you mean, watch? Watch it. Like, yeah. watch, watch? Watch, watch it. Come on. Hell no, I ain't watching that. Are you kidding what? me? TJ's like, oh, I've watched all of them. I did. I watched both. I don't I don't want to know. Yeah. Just change the subject now. Yeah. Brett, you ran a 5K? I did. I ran a 5K. We, uh, you just got back from running. You're still sweating. I know. I'm sweating. There were eight of us that did it. Seven of us were spotters. The other guy was Brad Little, who we've talked about on the show a lot. He's a bus driver for Denny Hamlin now. Uh, we have two fatal injuries. <laughs> uh, Freddie Kraft uh, yeah. blew out his ankle and his knee. Hirschman blew out both knees. I finished in 30 minutes, 20 seconds, which was, I'm sorry, 30-19, <laughs> which was 20 seconds off my goal. I wanted to be sub-30, but there was two big-ass heels that nobody told us about. Uh, I think Tyler Green ran it the fastest in like 24-something. He ran good. He weighs 160 pounds. I weigh 220, yeah. and I'm 42. And he's about 10 years younger. He's always well, more than 10. I'm 42. He's got to yeah. be. 26, 27. Yeah, ew. But I was happy, man. It was fun. It was it was a really cool, my first little race doing. So You should have seen those guys come to the roof. The guy, Hirschman, <laughs> maybe in a wheelchair. He like bad grandpa. He came up very limping like, yeah. <laughs> he was bad. It was real like, bad. It was really rough. Well, they it? have 5Ks all the time at tracks now. You can start doing more. So then Blake Shelton tries to be an <laughs> and tweets out the picture of our group picture, making fun of my headband <laughs> that I have on. <laughs> But then outside of that, he creates all these text threads with common friends that we have. And he's putting me in like gifts with Richard Simmons and he's doing all these other things and he's calling me all these inappropriate names. 
And so I thought it was over. And then yesterday he started it all over again <laughs> with the same people. <laughs> he just he said he can't let it go. So, But it was really fun. I, I think TJ needs to – we're going to do another one. We're going to do it in Kentucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. called the ice cream run. So you run five 5K and then you get free ice cream. I'm not big on ice cream. You can keep it. And then there's another else. one. Keep it and the 5K. There's another one called the Sweaty Baller in Daytona. It's a four-miler on the beach. Oh, oh the, yeah. The two hottest races of the year you've mentioned. That's what you pick. That's at 7 a.m. Why can't you do one in, like, Michigan or so something like that? So me and Jason Jarrett, who are both older than TJ and heavier than TJ, we're going to do it. Mm. So I think you should do it with us. Yeah, probably. Um, Not. I'll probably wait for you at the end. We'll, we'll have a cheerleader section. Oh, uh, y'all are Y'all are lame, and y'all are skinny. Just do it. <laughs> There's you're, too, a... you're too creepy looking to run with. <laughs> if I can do this, anybody can do this. There's like a... Um, I need a bar crawl one. That's what I was just about to say. Isn't there one where you run like a mile and you get a beer? They do one in oh, Charlotte yeah. like that. Yeah. In Noda or whatever. I feel like that could be a, a That's fun time. That's definitely something I could get into. Yeah. Yeah. We should look that up. The problem is these 5Ks are on race day, though. Yeah, that's... You know, we got done. Part. They're like, you guys want a protein drink? I'm like, I want a beer. And I'm like, but I can't. Yeah. Because I got a race in eight hours. Yeah. So, oh, man, Hirschman, <laughs> he looked bad. Hirschman's in a mess. I just texted him this morning. I'm like, dude, are you any better? And he's like, not really. <laughs> so he's like, I think I got bursitis. I'm like, you got burst something. You bursted something. <laughs> bursitis. Oh, what is that? What is bursitis? I don't know, but it looks bad. It looks painful. Uh, yeah. What is your, like, I mean, you run a lot. So do you have, like, a, are you training for these run, things? Or no, just I just run, run so run? I can eat and drink whatever I want and not get fatter. Fair. But now I'm going to try to do a little better because I see that I finished ninth out of 29 people in my age group. That's really good. So I don't feel awful yeah. about it, you know. Um, I was like 99th out of 300 people total. But when the pregnant chick passed me, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I was like, I heard something coming. And it sounded like a cheetah, you know. I was like, damn, I'm getting called. Somebody's catching me. She comes by me. And I'm like, damn, she's pregnant. And then I was like. She's real pregnant. Like, she's not, like, a little pregnant. Like, she was at least five months, maybe six. I'm not six. sure I want to do this now. Like I know. This is making me look horrible. She went right. So then I was like, man, I got to keep up with a pregnant lady. Like, this is embarrassing. Oh, God. How about I died? Literally. Like, I lost my breath. I was like. <gasps> <sighs> so I had to slow down, and I just had to regroup. I think that's why I didn't run it under sub thirty because I got You're caught up racing the pregnancy. You're doing a very bad job of promoting this. I know to me. you should be talking about how great it is. I mean, we're talking about bursitis, almost dying, passed by a pregnant woman, real pregnant. Anything else? Real pregnant. You mean the kid was probably running too? Yeah, the kid was in there. <laughs> the I visual the kid, I just got. The kid <laughs> was on a little treadmill inside of her, fueling it. Yeah, ain't no hot telling me ribs. She had broke after that deal. Oh gosh. It was. Uh, it was fun. Anyways. Did, did we race? <laughs> yeah. We did race. It was It was a few days ago now. It was like a two hundred and thirty lap not great race. Did you run out of gas you ran crazy. out of gas on Friday night too? Yeah. So did I. Yeah. The truck race was man, I'm telling you, the truck racing is pretty phenomenal. I mean those guys are three and four up there racing hoping, for the lead. I'm hoping this is a similar to what the all star race turns out to be. Yeah. Even though I, I know it's a different racetrack. Um, and the racetrack's been repaved, so it's probably going to add into it a little bit. Yeah. And if they drag the racetrack, please don't drag the groove. I've heard they've done better at that from the Charlotte Test our Xfinity guys did. Please don't drag the very bottom where the cars run all the time. Right. Drag, like, spend, like, 
an eighth of the time on the bottoms. The more, the higher you go up, spend more time. How can they not have common sense and do that? Well, most people don't have common sense. Yeah. Look at Jason. I mean, yeah. I'm <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> Look at Hirschman. Jason, are you street smart in addition to this book smart Absolutely thing? Absolutely. I would say. He is book smart 100%. Look at him. Both. Combination of both. Yeah, yeah no. That's badass. No. It's hard to be both. <laughs> I, it I is. would say a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of smart people I know, and they're not really smart. You know he hasn't I mean? been in a, a lot position. of dumb people I know that are really smart. The true test is when you get put in a spot to make a bad decision, do you make the bad decision? I do. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> You know the best story. Start with bad decisions. Yeah, you've said that a couple times. Yeah, they do. Don't I mean it's about true. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bad stories do you have? She crashed a golf cart at Dover. What? Tell us did about you crash this. a golf cart. Tell us about. I this. did. Yeah. You put on your Insta story. Oh, yeah. I broke it. Yeah. yeah. I Thank did. goodness I had already gotten off. I mean, you gave us a hundred yard <laughs> ride. Okay, seriously, you guys are the worst. It was like 300 feet, and you acted like I was about to kill you while driving this golf cart. Apparently, you were. No, I you just crashed the, a little bit later. I broke the steering wheel. Oh, was that all? Wow. <laughs> when you hit? <laughs> no, I was turning. How hard were you holding it when you hit? <laughs> well, I was racing. I was Damn, somewhat you're racing. You're sweating, man. I'm hot. You are sweating. You're I pushing ran, water. I ran three well, miles he just ran. That don't matter. I mean, he's working out. We're in a out. controlled environment. Every guy listener that we have on the show is going to Nashville the weekend after Labor Day in hopes of buying y'all some shots. I mean, by all means, I just don't want to pay I'm for I'm going to call the bar and just buy you around over the phone. TJ's tight ass is not going <laughs> to buy you a shirt. He uh, won't even give you a t-shirt. He just said that's, that's true. true. <laughs> I'm going to have Brett's credit card, and we're going to call the bar. <laughs> Can you just put our da- put oh, just close the tab for us, just pay for yeah, it? Yeah, probably not. Why not? Probably not. Yeah. I'd like to have um, our bachelorette party weekend sponsored. Is this possible? How about like you do a day, Brett? You a do day? a day. Yeah. How about a round? How about <laughs> a day? You just said there's no. going to be 20 people. The no, only we way this gets like... sponsored is if it gets filmed. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Parts of it can be filmed. Is this possible? Yeah. All of it needs to be filmed. If you want a sponsor, there has to be film. Well, we'll wear shirts or something like. That's not going to be any fun. <laughs> uh, we've already lost our sponsorship. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that's a. I, that's just, I just pulled mine. It's out. <laughs> that's the beginning of the show. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, shall we head into Spot On, Spot Off? Yeah, let's do. Spot On, Spot Off. Blaney Larson crash while battling in top five with 20 to go. Uh, I mean, I'm. I don't. I hate the fact that they. Got into each other, but I'm going spot on. Uh, you know, I, Blaney's racing hard. He didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. He got up there and just misjudged a little bit. And the second time that he hit him wasn't intentional. It was just how the cars hit and where they were on the racetrack. It kind of swung them back up into him again. But, uh, you know, we need some rivalries and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I hate it that they got together like that and, and both took them out. I mean, Larson was able to rebound, but it, it really hurt Blaney's race, and, you know, I didn't like that part of it. Dear Ryan Blaney, you were my pick last weekend. All oh. you had to do was outrun Denny Hamlin, which you were easily doing, and you managed to screw that up. I think TJ is, uh, is spot on for his side on it. I mean, obviously he's a Penske guy, so TJ can't go against him, but he was racing extremely hard at that point in, in the race, and I think – 
they probably thought based on the long green flag runs that whoever prevailed with the lead there was going to be yeah. able to get to the top and not let the other people behind them get to their right rear, force them to go underneath them, keep them freed up, which would make it extremely difficult to pass. And I think by doing that, Blaney was doing everything he possibly could to get the lead back from the fastest car in the race. Blaney led, Harvick led, and when Larson got the lead, it was almost lights out. So I think Blaney realized for him to win the race, he needed to get the lead there, and he did everything he could, and he wrecked himself, and he wrecked Larson. Larson came back, as we all know, to a, to a top-five finish. I think he ended up running third or fourth. But, but it's really unfortunate for Blaney because now not only did he not win the race – he didn't even finish the race, so he gave gave up a lot of points. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I can go online and, and say this on the record, but anyway, if I were a NASCAR fan, I could gravitate toward a guy like Ryan Blaney because he's he's a common guy. You know, I mean, I realize he's a NASCAR legacy guy, you know, but I, I've always tried not to pull for the favorite, you know, which which in our world today is Chase Elliott, and you don't know, I don't ever try to pull for Cinderella because Cinderella usually sucks and doesn't win races. This guy is you know a, a good kid fun kid knows how to have a good time doesn't mind going out and drinking a beer doesn't mind going out and trying to win the race so spot on for the show that these two young guys yeah. finally put on we've been hearing about these young guys and they finally showed up ryan's about as normal of a everyday guy that could, you could you know and he he i mean he's just normal he's a good dude i really i he, think Ryan. i mean is, on the track he's doing really well but also from a what are you doing? I'm waving at Kathy. You have like the worst ADD. You I'm can't sorry. sit still. That was the worst wave too. That was like parade wave. That was a parade wave. I think he's also, I mean, he's so close to a win. Like it is, it is so well, yeah. close. He's and already, he, who? Ryan, he's already won. I know, but this year. Yeah, he'll get, he's fast. He'll win some races. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to prove a point. I'm, Gee. Not, I'm not mad at you. TJ's the one being so aggressive towards you. Jeez. All right. Chase Elliott and Stenhouse run into each other post-race. Spot on, spot off. Man, uh, I guess Chase is just mad because Ricky slid up in front of him. And I'll be very honest with you. I watched the replay, and Ricky, had I been driving the nine car, would have been head on into a wall somewhere because at that point in the race, you don't let that guy in. Ricky, was he clear? Yes, Chase had a huge run coming at him. And when you make a block that late and the guy behind you has that much momentum, you're taking your fate and you're putting it in someone else's hand. Ricky actually should have hugged Chase. When Chase come over there mad, he should have hugged him and said, hey, man, I love you. Thanks for not wrecking me. I know you should have. And instead, I don't know what the verbal exchange was, but Chase should have been mad. But at the same time, Chase probably shouldn't have cut him a break because yeah. I've seen guys come through here like Johnny Benson that had a lot of talent, but they were too nice and when these guys are too nice they don't usually become stellar winners and stellar drivers here's a guy with eight second place finishes in the past couple years needs to break through with a win but you don't want to be mr calm all the time sometimes you got to be ricky rudd and be like hey dude get the hell out of my way i think chase should have sent him did you see the replay i didn't see the replay but he um, chopped him dude super duper late i bet chase was running 15 miles an hour faster than he was yeah that's that's i don't know man it's you're taking a big risk when you do that. Um, Larson, Larson did something. He did that to us earlier in the race. He, but he did a slide he job. He did it but, us too. But it, hey, it was early. Early. It was, not early, but it was midpoint. It wasn't worth. It's not worth sending. Him. No, and no. 
I mean, honestly, I was pretty impressed that he made the corner still. <laughs> here, here, <laughs> you know? Here's Jason's got a really good topic here, and I think TJ and I are overlooking it because we're talking about the scenario that led into it. Running into each other post-race. Let me tell you guys something. These crew guys have a lot of hours in these cars. These body hangers have a lot of hours in these cars. These crew chiefs have a lot of hours in the wind tunnel. Now you're going to choose after the race to tear these cars up? Come on, man. Like, if you do that, you almost should have to be the one to fix it yourself. Because here's two guys. They're going to get out of this car. They're going to they're gonna go to their motorhome. They're going to take a shower. And they're going to get on a private jet, and they're going to fly home. In the meantime, these crew guys have to clean these things up. they got to get them loaded. they got to get them back to the shop. Now they got to hang a new right side on them. If you're going to hit each other, do it during the race. I don't, I don't agree with all this after-race crap, running each other. If you're going to hit each other after the race, don't do it with cars. Yeah, I mean – Park by him, go talk. Spot off on hitting each other post-race via vehicle. Yep. Matt Kenseth to the rescue for Roush. Spot on, spot off. Boy. (laughs) He definitely didn't come to the rescue. Back to reality. I think think the biggest thing to say here is Trevor Bain showed a lot of maturity over the weekend, and he probably looked the best he's looked all year, and he wasn't even in his fire suit. And that is because – that car ran so poorly. It was in the mid-20s yeah. in practice. It didn't even get a chance to qualify. It went out and got lapped in the first 30 laps before the competition caution. He got the lucky dog. He got lapped again in the first stage. He finished two or three laps down. Trevor Bain ran better at Dover than Matt Kenseth ran in this car at Kansas. So now I think we see a big shift in focus. It's Let's look at the engineering on the six. Let's look at the crew chief on the six. Let's look at the way they're hanging the bodies on the six. We know it's not the driver now. We, we thought, and I can tell you, man, I've been, TJ can tell you this. I've been on teams where the crew chief and the crew wonders if the driver can still drive. And they wonder if the driver still wants to drive. And then you take a guy like Trevor out, who, let's all be honest, has probably had a lot of questions hanging over his head for the last two years. And you put a top ten guy in. Matt Kenseth won 30-plus races, champion, you know, rookie of the year. He, he's a stellar guy, and he can't even stay on the lead lap. He can't even run in the top 20. It's not your driver now, guys, so now what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. I think – I still think putting Matt in the car is going to benefit because Matt's going to help – He, I think he has the ability to help that program get back to, you know, find speed and get to where – they're uh, more competitive, um, but definitely, definitely, I feel like I almost feel like Trevor would have ran a better race. Um, that that track probably fit I didn't, Trevor. I don't think we would be saying this today. I think that track fit Trevor's driving style more, um, as far as running up against the wall and stuff. I don't really look at Matt as being a guy that runs up by the wall a lot. Um, Trevor, I think, can do it. I think Trevor's decent at it. Um, so, yeah, it was um, definitely interesting to see how that played out. Ricky ran 16th, you know, and and certainly didn't have a great showing, but that's 10 spots better than Matt ran all night. You know, this this car is – I just think you just saw the shift from, is it our driver? Is it our driver? Is it our driver? Uh Uh-oh. It may not be our driver. It's probably our cars because fast cars go fast. Matt Kenseth obviously got in the car. 
he couldn't make but two laps at the time in practice. You know, I mean, I'm sitting up there watching it as a fan and as a guy who appreciates Matt Kenseth's talent and as a guy who also thought we're getting ready to see how good this team is, and I think they showed us they have a lot of work to go back and do. And and here's the thing, too. I mean, the Ford camps in general, you know, all four Stuart Haas cars are in the top ten. The Penske cars are in the top ten. So it's not a Ford problem. It's a Roush problem. Reports say NASCAR is interested in selling 40% of his stake. I'm I'm spot on for what appears to be happening here, but if I'm going to come in and when I got here, you know, and I've been doing this for 20 years, I read an article in Forbes magazine after I've been here a little while and it said NASCAR's reported net worth was around 26 billion dollars. Okay, well let's assume that hasn't gone down. Let's assume it's gone up 10%. If there were 30 billion dollars and you're looking to sell 40% and you say Okay, that's $12 billion. Are you going to come in and pay $12 billion and not own majority stake and not own controlling interest and not own the board of directors? Like, you got to be looking at a pretty serious return. You got to be a pretty large private equity firm with a, with a really large portfolio. I'm, we're talking $100 billion to make that worth your investment and your risk to come in uh, when you see the TV numbers and you see – the, the attendance numbers, and, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I could be entirely wrong when I make this assumption, but when we did this TV deal, it was a 10-year deal. It was big money to NASCAR, and it took all of our races off a of network, and it put it took a lot of the races off a of network, and it put the majority of them on cable. How do you expect your sport to trend upwards when you just put it on a smaller stage? So when I see attendance numbers and I see viewership numbers – I think it's because of the TV deal. And I say, wow, less eyeballs are watching us on race day because less people have cable than they have networks. So right. I, I really feel like the, the overall, and I know that wasn't a question, but I feel like the, the downward slide that we're kind of on from a viewership standpoint is, is backed into the TV deal. You know, and I wonder why we aren't looking at maybe reversing that with these networks because these networks also aren't recouping their investment because they're not selling the ads for the, the numbers that they wanted because the viewership isn't there. If you put us back on network TV, I think it fixes a lot of our problems. But if I'm looking at spending $12 billion to buy something or even $12 to buy something at 40%, I won't, I won't majority say in it. You know, There has to be more to it, honestly. I feel like there's some facts that we're not getting yet. I mean, yeah. What what are they? You know, I, I'm I look at it as opportunity. Um, you know, I'm. They've said that they're not leaving, um, so I, I think it. I look at it as opportunity to bring someone something else in there and maybe make changes or whatever that that are going to be different and better. Um, you know, I I think there's a lot of room to grow and I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, you know positives that can come out of it. So. I'm uh, I'm looking, you know, I'm interested in seeing how it plays out there, but I don't, I'm not necessarily against it or, you know, have anything negative to say for it. I think the room to grow is there now, though. Well, I think, I mean, look at all the changes they're making, ARCA, and how they might sell sponsorship moving forward after 2019. But, but what is the room to grow? The room to grow was RTA, you know, the, the, the teams getting together and forming an alliance and saying, mm -hmm. hey, we want more say, we want more power. And the reality is if race cars don't show up, we don't have anything to watch. So the owners were trying to get leverage. Well, then the, the NASCAR said, oh, you want leverage? Watch this. We'll do a multi-year deal with all our tracks, which we've never done before. We'll do two and three years out on the schedule, two and three years out on the money. So now the team owners are going, well, we weren't going to get any of that. So the revenue sharing that you were seeking to to get his team owners was shot. But when you talk about the opportunity, I think TJ, what he's probably get, saying the opportunity is, is 
maybe we look at a shorter schedule. Maybe we we look at shorter races. Maybe we look at going to more short tracks. That opportunity is already there. Like we don't we don't need a new owner to come in and, and a new you know capital investment group to come in and give billions of dollars for that opportunity to be there. It's already there. I don't think we have to wait on new ownership for opportunity. You know what we've changed over and over has been things within the model. It's not been things that are big picture things. It's been, you know, points and it's stages and it's rules and it's spoilers yeah. and it's splitters and it's, you know, it's all that stuff. And, and that's not the thing that, the, that changes the fan experience. It's just like EFI years ago. We spent millions and millions of dollars to go from carburetors to EFI. Well, that didn't change the experience for the fan other than the smell. You know, they used to smell it more with the carburetors. Now you don't. And it didn't change what they see on the product. You just cost the teams millions of dollars for no change in the fan experience. So the opportunity side that TJ's speaking to, what are we waiting on? I think we're just just waiting on, you know, I think if you bring a group in or somebody that has ideas. Um, Me and you have ideas. Or yeah. more well, assets. Yeah, I mean, you but, don't know but We're who's... not going to buy. <laughs> we're not going to be able to buy it. <laughs> they, we, they should buy us. They should pay us to come in and give ideas. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the phone to ring. Mine just buzzed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, got to go, guys. Just got called in. Well, it should be interesting. I think this goes back to something that we talked about the other day that Jason was dinging me on, like Dale Earnhardt. Here was a guy with a big voice, and and we saw other guys come through, and and they didn't. Jeff Gordon, like, where's he at? Is he in these meetings? Is he trying to help guide the ship? Like, I don't know. It's weird. We all want it to succeed. We all want it to do well. We all love it. We all, I, I'm telling you, the on-track product in these three series right now is as best it's been since I've been here. It's The, the races are great. Agreed. TJ, are we doing this fan day thing again where we're going to come out and do this live show? Apparently we are. Uh, Friday, May 25th. Jason said it's around 1130. That's it. Junior Motorsports. TJ and I are now the main attraction since Dale Jr. Yep. retired. Ugh, Unless so Casey sorry. brings her hot sister, Nikki. That's our special guest. TBD. <laughs> yeah. I've got one of those little pools you can bring from Walmart that you can get a water hose and run like water in it. A kiddie pool? Yeah. What? I think what we should all sit around in that and do it live from the little kiddie pool. On the stage, pool. we'll just put the pool out? Because it was hot here last year. It was hot. Very I'm hot. I'm open to that. Yeah. You're open to that? <laughs> you going to wear like bikinis and stuff? I mean, Yeah, I'll wear one. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping for. Yes. Fan Day, May 25th, Junior Motorsports. Are we giving out anything, Jason? We might. We'll have to ask Mike Davis. Oh, Mr. I'm free yeah. budget guy. That's probably not happening. What can you steal, Jason? <laughs> anything in the gift shop? <laughs> we have a whole gift store of stuff right here. Um, sure. Fan Day, come see us. Yeah. Should be fun. It was a fun time last year. Is Dale Jr. going to come out again? Yeah, his show is recording after ours. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, we should actually. He should be before. Guys, make so sure we're you, like the opening act. Yeah, make sure you stick around for his. Don't leave when we're done, please. Make it. Well, that's what <laughs> happened. That's probably yeah, yeah. Don't leave when we're done. Make him feel bad. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. This is your Exalta Race Center update, and I'm Casey Hanks. Kansas Speedway was at the epicenter of the NASCAR World this weekend as both the Truck and Cup Series hit the 1.5 mile oval. In trucks, Noah Gregson rebounded from his Dover mistake and drove to his first win of the season at Kansas, becoming the series' fifth different winner of 2018. The Cup cars took Kansas by storm on Saturday night, and once again, Kevin Harvick came out on top. Harvick passed defending Cup Series champion Martin Truex Jr. on the next-to-last lap to notch his series' leading fifth victory of the season. Truex took second, followed by Joey Logano, 
Kyle Larson, and Denny Hamlin rounding out the top five. The Junior Motorsports Late Model team tested at Bristol Motor Speedway. JRM drivers Josh Berry and Sam Mayer ran in the top three on the speed charts in preparation for this Saturday's Short Track U.S. Nationals Cars Tour event at Bristol. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR. Developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, visit ExaltaCS.com. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. We're back. Uh, let's head in the fast lane where I'll give these guys three topics pertaining to racing and then one that is off the wall. They each have 30 seconds to respond. First one. What was that? <laughs> let's go. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Harvick has now won five of the first 12 races. Which driver would you pick to replicate the same performance if it couldn't be your driver? I mean, I think the the, the smart choice here is Chase Elliott. I mean, we, we all want the needle moved. And I was watching golf yesterday because Tiger Woods was in the top 10 and he moved into the top three and he's birdieing holes. And, and I don't watch golf. I think it's the most boring sport in the world to watch. And and so <laughs> I think if we could get our main guy, you know, here's a guy who's run second eight times, I think we said earlier. He needs to be winning races. If he can win five of the first 12, I bet we got a buzz going on around here. Since you chose, I, I'll, I'll choose uh, Ryan Blaney. He's um, been so close many times as well. Good um, for the sport, too, when he does well. And he, he handles that stuff really well, too. I think Ryan is a down-to-earth guy. We'll talk to anybody, normal as can be. Like him a lot. He's a good friend, so I'll choose Blaney. If I weren't going to choose Chase Elliott, based on the fan vote thread that I read the other day, somebody uh-huh. sent out, who are you voting for? And it was a lot of Chase Elliott, and it was a little bit of Matt Dippenendetto, if I'm saying his name wrong. I apologize, but I would change my last name if it were that what? many <laughs> yeah, But my other guy would be Bubba Wallace. I think he's getting a lot of traction. I'm seeing our fan base in the stands being more diverse than they've ever been. I'm seeing more diversity in the garage. Uh, Freddie Kraft, who spots for Bubba, is a friend of mine. He's had a lot of diversity folks reach out to him wanting to meet Bubba. So, like, I think Bubba would be my next guy. And he's not going to win five races with Petty. Let's be honest. But that'd be, be cool to see. Bubba's a fun, a good, fun dude, man. Really is. Yeah. DBC broke the news on the All-Star Race rules package with restrictor plates and big spoilers. What should fans expect during Saturday night's race? TJ. Um, well, Brett broke the news. So blame Brett. Um, Hashtag blame Brett. <laughs> I, I I hope I hope um you know I hope it's a lot like the truck series. I hope we can draft. I hope we can um make it a good competitive race. You know I want to. It, it'd be cool to have to go there and spot it like a plate race. I hate to say that, but I think that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think that NASCAR is trying to get the cars closer. You know, for whatever reason, we've seen the pass in the grass in the past, and we've seen a lot of really close racing to end the all-star race, but the last 10 years hadn't produced that. But that short segment, I think, is, is one of the reasons why 10 laps sitting a lot, the car with, car with the freshest tires in the lead usually drives away. Uh, I think you're going to see 33-second lap times, 170 miles an hour, wide open through the center of the corner. If we see a lot of grip, I think we see a lot of side-by-side racing. But if we don't see a lot of grip – 
um, and, and, and the speeds are still too high or maximum grip, we need to see the grip fall off a little bit is what I'm trying to tell you. Because if, if the grip's the same, they're going to go to the top and they're going to haul butt around that racetrack like a slot car. So we don't know what we're going to see. We're going with four different setups with the Haas cars in practice to see which way we uh, need hey, to Hey, 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 geez. Sorry, I got excited. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope I hope the tires wear out big. I don't. Um, we're not going to be going very fast at all. So, but we got to wear them tires. There has to be some benefit, or you know, some sort of, you know, going away speed, you know, of handling issues. So, please wear the tires out. Twenty cars, wide open. Hammer down. Get some. I cannot wait to watch this one. Not gonna. Lie. Where are you gonna watch from? Uh, TVD. Oh, maybe I'll, maybe yeah, I'll go to the whatever. track. Maybe. We'll Why see. wouldn't you have an all-star party? Yeah. Get it's that, a thought. The kiddie pool. Thought. Have a party and I'll come when it's over. Yeah. When it's over? Yeah. Maybe uh, Nikki, Nikki, I might be by. there. Nikki, yeah. Why would you go to the track? Uh, Why would you not want to go? I want to go and see this. It Charlotte would be. has done two things this year to make it to attract fans, too. They, what have they done? Well, they've made this different roll package to make the All-Star Race kind of unknown, exciting. Yeah. And they've put a lot of work into that road course. I mean, that that's going to be interesting. Yeah. It seems like guys are having a hard time, you know, controlling, having a lot of grip there and, and running that track. So that might make it exciting. Yeah. I so. think it should be fun to go and watch. And hey, they're work. they're trying to make it exciting for the fans, and I, I can appreciate yeah. that. Absolutely. I think you should have a party. You should have a party. <laughs> Yep, you should. I'm going with that. Consider it. Deal. You guys have to come after the Listen, hey, I'm down. Oh, man, we should have done a contest. A prize winner could have went and party oh, with you. I can't oh. sleep after races anyway. You get too jacked up. We can do a Coke 600 party. I got to work for that. That's too long. Yeah, but afterwards. After, exactly. Memorial hey, Day weekend. Are we taping Monday after Coke 600? Tuesday. Or are we taping Tuesday. Yeah. Boat day. I won't be there, so have fun. Where are you going to be? I'm going to Midget Week. Chad, you skip more shows than anybody I've ever met. Let's go. Oh, please! Midget week. What is your favorite? My bad. Tell us how you really feel. Um, What is your favorite all-star race memory? What exactly do you mean by midget week? (laughs) I knew this was going to come up. It's six nights of racing in seven days in Indiana. You know, Chad races a midget sprint car. Oh. Yeah, not not what you're probably thinking. I was thinking like, you know, Miami. Uh, I forget it. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your head was at. You, that we're one. gonna continue on. <laughs> we're gonna continue on. Do your best Austin Powers music. All Star Race memory. Uh, go. My favorite All Star Race memory, man. I'll be honest with you. I really just loved the special paint schemes that guys did for so many years. And then we changed the the model and, and we started saturating the sport with special paint schemes all the time. You know, and, and I've seen a lot of sponsors do a lot of great things. You know, with Sitco Petroleum, we did the Muscular Dystrophy Association paint scheme on Labor Day weekend to support the Jerry Lewis Telethon because MDA was one of their big things. So, uh, but just back then, man, you know, Dell Earnhardt was would always run the special paint scheme, the silver car, the yeah. Bass Pro car, mm-hmm. and and it was cool to see those paint outs, you know. I think um, I do miss the fat. I do miss the consistency of the same car. Like you knew when you saw that Rainbow Twenty Four, it was Jeff Gordon, no matter what. And that's the car you went to see all the time. Um, and then when you got to the off story, it's like, Oh, what car is it going to be? And what car is it going to be in? And then it was like, bam, there it is. And it was, it was special. That car, 
that car instantly became something you remembered. Um, I do miss that, but I don't really know if I have a favorite all-star race memory that I've ever been involved in. I've never won it, so. Yeah, I've never won it either. Uh, I, I'll say this, though, and, I'll, and this certainly at the time wasn't my favorite memory. We started an all-star race, and it started raining. And they took the green flag, and they went into one, and everybody wrecked. Half the cars wrecked, Jeff Gordon being <laughs> one of them. And we didn't wreck. We were starting far enough back that we didn't get in the wreck because you're screaming they're wrecking, and so we were backing down. And uh, he went in and brought out a backup car, and they fixed the backup car. NASCAR gave everybody two hours to get their backup cars ready. Really? And they unloaded them, and they all it was all hands-on. You know, every team member from every organization was just helping everybody out. And they got that car out there, and Jeff Gordon went and won the all-star race, won a million bucks in a backup car. And looking back at that, extremely impressive because I know now how hard they work on this race and how innovative people try to be. When you look at that T-Rex car, when you look at some of the cars that Greg Zipidelli bought with, you know, brought with Tony Stewart, they're very innovative. They try things they wouldn't otherwise try. And I know we're going to run over here on this time, but TJ can tell you we saw Sam Hornish come around there in the number 77 Penske car years ago and i thought he was wrecking there was that much skew in his car his right rear was stuck out two foot compared to his right front and that's because they were trying things in the rear end to get the suspension out and when that right rear steps out it creates more side force and down force and it makes the car go faster and i literally when he came off a of turn four keyed up my mic to say the 77's already wrecking because sam did wreck a lot he wasn't wrecking. They had that much skew in the car. He went on to win the Open, transferred into the All-Star, had a fast All-Star, something happened there. But that's when we almost started seeing that whole trend towards skew in the car, skew in the car. And then NASCAR went, we got to get skew out of the car, and teams kept figuring out new ways to get skew in the car. So I think the All-Star race has been very innovative as far as rules go. I think it's really cool, and I don't know if they still do this, but this is the one race where they incorporate teams and drivers. Supreme Court strikes down federal anti-sports gambling law. Gives states go ahead to allow betting on sports. Yeah, remember that thing we just said. TJ's got breaking news on his phone. Like that's what this is. What we need. We need betting at the racetrack. Awesome. These states need to open up betting windows. Why not? They need to. Why not? Go have some fun. Casey, what were you saying? Breaking on DVC betting windows. Well, that was actually ESPN that broke live. that. Whatever. Yeah. Close enough. We're going to break the fact that we're going to open a betting window <laughs> ourselves. We're going to have a camper. Pop up. Yeah. Pop up camper. Jason's going to run it. We're going to have a little. We're going to have a little pool that we talked about. Kitty pool. Yeah. Done. pool. What I was saying was they incorporate the teams, which is the one track or the one race that they don't usually do that into intros and. Everything else that they do, it kind of is like a team effort. Yeah. More so, I mean, it is every weekend, but yeah. they, they highlight the teams a lot, which I, is cool. I think they introduce the wrong people sometimes. So they Or they don't include the other ones. So they introduce the pit crew guys. What about the guys that are working on the car every week, all yeah. week? Yeah. I don't know how that works. I the, feel like it like, varies, though. Those guys are the ones that are, they're the ones turning the wrenches every week, you know, yeah. and they're the ones on the cars, you know, and the, these picker guys are, our pickers awesome and stuff, but you know, these, what about the guys turning the wrenches and stuff? My yeah, I, I feel That's like the opinion, driver, man. yeah, I agree with you, man. I think the driver intro portion in general at the All-Star is the best of anywhere. But it makes yeah, me say. Far. But it yeah. makes me say, why isn't it that good everywhere? It, yeah, it I mean, almost it almost needs to be that good everywhere. And to TJ's point, like take a few guys every week and highlight them. Here's Clint Boyer along with his interior guy and his shot guy and his lead engineer. Like, yep. 
you, you could bring them out as a as a band almost. Well, like. and that's the same thing in general. Like NBC does the All Star Pit Crew deal, yeah. which I feel like it should be everybody. I mean, the engineers, yeah. the guys that are at the track and at the shop every weekend. It's it's, it's another kinda, topic. But. I mean, it's just crazy. And I mean, I and, and and clearly I can only speak to the social media stuff that that we're all tagged in. But it's pretty surprising to me the amount of people that that tweet TJ and I that say. You know, my favorite driver driver retired, and I listen to you guys now. And and so I think that that what that doesn't say anything great about me or TJ. It just still says that people in sports gravitate to personalities and and entertainment, and and they are listening to me and TJ for a reason. And and that's because our personalities available on things like this show, things like Twitter. And if they like that, they're going to gravitate toward it. So the, the same thing could exist for other people. And when you broaden that human interest story, you broaden your fan base. Just like makes we've sense. got we've got a lot of cool guys on on the twenty two team itself. Like there, there's some really good yeah, guys. Yeah, Raymond there. Fox on there. Yeah, what man. a great story that guy is. He is his uh, really his, good. His, his dad, you know, was buddies with Robert Yates, yeah. built engines, and and was Robert Yates' godson, and and worked at Robert Yates Racing forever, mm-hmm. and was a crew chief. He's and, a racer too, man. He's a good yeah, dude, man. I awesome, like him. Awesome guy. Uh, yeah. But again, I mean, those are the kind of guys that have gotten lost in the shuffle, and his his dad's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, and, and here's a guy, a legacy guy that's kind of lost, but anyways, either way, all sorry should be cool. So Yeah. It's always fun because yeah. it's about the fans, mm-hmm. it's about the local Charlotte area. I'm looking really forward to this one with the rolls and stuff. I yeah. I'm it's I think yeah. it's gonna be fun. It's a home race. It's crazy. Off the wall topic. A Texas man was sentenced to fifty years in jail for stealing one point two million dollars worth of fajitas. Shut up. What would you want to steal? $1.2 million of. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this. For me, it's Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stella. Give me. Stella beers? Yeah, sure. That's why I named my daughter that. I don't know. We need to go with something <laughs> more expensive, though. I was thinking of blocks of gold or something. That would get yeah. some <laughs> 50 years in jail for fajitas. Is this real? It's real. How ABC do you, News. How does he still fit? How do you steal over that the many? nine years? But how do you? We. I don't understand. Like, is it just he just grabbed fajitas and they were worth one? Like, selling them? I don't know. It didn't specify, but over the course of like ten years. What is the goal this. for this? That's a hundred thousand. That's over a hundred thousand dollars of fajitas a year. I mean, maybe he was reselling it. <laughs> that's a lot of fajitas, man. Wow. Oh gosh. Wow. How do you wow. even steal that many fajitas? You could eat. A fajita every other day and still not spend a hundred thousand dollars on fajitas. I feel like. Does he like resell it in his food truck or something? I don't. I don't. What would you steal, Jason? Uh probably like pencils. Number two yeah, pencils. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I never run. <laughs> <laughs> I'd steal like a bunch of cool video cameras to do some video stuff. And no, what computers. you need to steal is a VHS player. Are you going to these movies? Uh, Are you going to midget week with Casey <laughs> with yeah. your video uh-huh. cameras? <laughs> He needs to steal some of these movies we talked about and watch them. <laughs> what would you steal? Oh, I want, you know, diamonds would be so great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just Can kidding. I get some, like, diamonds? Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no clue. I, uh, Chick-fil-A um, and resell it for less money. dollars of Chick-fil-A? What resell would, it for less money. What do you think money. Nikki would steal? Soccer balls or something. I don't know. She's a soccer <laughs> player. She's a soccer player. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been stalking her Instagram, so. I have it. I you just should know this. You looked it up. You said you followed her. I just he doesn't even her. have an Instagram, but followed her. I just did. <laughs> She's got 2,000 followers. That's a lot. She's popular. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what it said. 
Uh, like you didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> you were the one who told me how to find her. I never got to that point yet. Oh, God. Just give it time. Yep. All right. Five minutes. Listen to Ask TBC. Thank you, Jason, for coming up with some solid questions off Twitter. And thank you for those that asked. Um, at PETM Podcast asks, wreck damage aside, is Larson's run some vindication for Chevy, or does that layout at Kansas just offer a unique opportunity for a driver with Kyle's skill set and desire to ride the cushion? Wow, that was a little These handful. These 240 character rules now. <laughs> so basically, he's saying, was Larson's fast run vindication for Chevrolet based on how non-competitive for wins they've been, or because of his experience with you know riding the cushion? Was it all driving? track? Yeah, I think. Um, a track like that fits Kyle Larson's driving style um, to a T. You know, I watched the World of Outlaw race last night. And he ran it like he ran Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think there are certain tracks where I can just, we can tell you when Kyle Larson's going to be super fast and hard to beat. When the groove moves up, good luck beating Kyle Larson. I want to know more about this rear window thing before I can honestly answer this question because I saw some photos after the race, and his rear window was dipped a lot, which creates a pretty big downforce advantage back yeah, there. Yeah, spoiler. Um, you know, he his claim after the race was that it happened after Blaney ran in his side. I have a hard time believing that if I hit TJ in the knee, it's going to make his eye black and blue <laughs> because the proximity of one another are, are not very close to one another. You know, they, they hit us with a fine last week over a window brace uh, thing. We passed laser inspection but they said our window brace wasn't rigid enough or it broke or something, so they fined us $50,000 in 20 points, even though we passed the laser test. Now, that laser test is supposed to be your, you know, are you legal or illegal? So um, this car clearly wouldn't pass a laser <clears throat> test. And so, they took it back to R&D, which they wouldn't normally do a fourth-place car either. So they didn't like something that they Are you talking either. about the cup side? Yeah. Well, what about the Xfinity deal? Uh, Justin Allgaier pounded the fence off of four. I mean – pounded it coming to the checker flag and i don't know what the infraction was but that was that that hit right there to me could have moved body parts and panels and stuff and shifted stuff over how did he hit the fence or did we just hit him no he hit the wall did he yeah coming to the checker last week someone hit the wall yeah, yeah it was he, he did i think it was kind of a little bit of both now, justin hit the wall hard yeah yeah, yeah he did so I was trying to win. I wasn't paying attention. To he hit the wall really hard and then got an infraction after the race. I don't know what it was, but that they're supposed uh, to take that into consideration. consideration. A, a right front to a left rear wheel contact and the guy blows a tire. I'm sorry. That probably doesn't, in my opinion, have a lot to do with the window. Every and People know where speed is. Come on. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> everyone wants it and it's downforce, like you were saying. Yeah, so I, I mean, not to not answer your question, man, but I think Kyle is, is to TJ's point, really good. At I Kansas. think he would have ran good there, regardless. I think so too, you know, and and I think that at the same time we see that Chevrolet has some work to do. Edger Wood asks, "Are you sick of seeing side drafting mishaps?" Edger Wood, I think that's man. I, I'll say this, you know that. The what kids that have come along are, are doing it on iRacing. Edgar. It could be Edgar. I'm really sorry. It's not Edgar. It's Edger. Edgar's it could be either AR. way. How do you know? Because I know. Be it could be how Edgar is spelled. Maybe it's Edgar. This is my other Twitter account that I use that nobody knows it's me. <laughs> he asked questions from. Um, yeah, Did you ask the last question? <laughs> Did I send questions to hashtag AskDBC? <laughs> um, 
I think the side drafting mishaps are out of control, but I think that it's just the the evolution of racing and these kids are watching these veterans do it and do it so well. And, and, and so they've started trying to, to simulate it. And then the truck series, if you don't do it, you're not even competitive. So they're starting it in the truck series because they're able to create so much drag on the guy that they're racing and hold them down. And so I think it's just every series that they get up, they've got more and more practice with it, and they're doing it more and more and more. And when they misjudge it, it's creating wrecks like Gregson called when he caused when he raced Sauter, like Blaney caused when he raced Larson. Like I think it's just the way that the the driver evolution has come. I don't. Um, I'm not really sick of it. It's part of racing that makes these guys close and makes them get close to race. Imagine if you could just stay ten car lengths away from each other and pass a guy. That'd be boring as can be. So I think it's good. Yeah. Our big boss just walked in. Walked he did. By. He did. Did he flip a saucer? Give us a piece of looked well. Tell. He looked well rested. Yeah. He's been mm. changing diapers all night. He's been babysitting. Yeah, babysitting. Right. I'm going to tell Junior if he still thinks it's babysitting. <laughs> yeah. Mag- Meg Nilsson asks, with prom season wrapping up, do you any of you have crazy prom stories you can share? Nope. Do you? Oh, do you, Jason? I went to prom two years ago, but nothing yeah, crazy. Yeah, anything happened. interesting? Yeah, what'd you do? Did you wild? Yeah, it was crazy. You play Scrabble? <laughs> I actually got really sick the night of prom, <laughs> just from like. Oh, you were nervous? No, just after. <laughs> did you uh, did you like have a date? Did you ask yeah, somebody? I asked her in like December. How just, did you ask her? I made a sign. She was a big fan of One Direction. Oh. This was two years ago, and so I found this really creative sign online, and then made it, and then. She loved it. No, 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 no. Uh, what did the exactly what the design say? I don't remember it. it had, oh, you do too. Yeah, but TJ, TJ, in his defense, like the whole the whole prom thing now is how are you going to ask and how are you going to put it on social and like they're being yeah. judged on how they ask these girls to the prom. That's a big part of it. I'd be like, yo, you want to go? All right, cool. Yeah. This this is this is so lame. This culture I think of it's these millennials. So roughly, are, are you a millennial or what are you? I don't know. I'm like in between, like the not yet a millennial, but like still. With the next generation. It still after counts, that. I guess. But have we named y'all yet? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Are you going to think of one? Yeah, I got <laughs> one in mind. It, man, I, we, had a, we actually just told the story yesterday at my mom's house. We went home for Mother's Day. And my mom wasn't home for my senior prom. My mom was at the beach. She had a small craft business she ran there. So the, the after prom party was at my house. And we had, you know, seven <laughs> or eight couples that came. Well, my buddy Mark Tucker. Watermelon. Brought a girl from Hartsville, <laughs> South Carolina. And she was drinking vodka like it was water. And I was like, have you ever drank vodka before? She's like, no. And I'm like, you need to slow down. This isn't going to end well. <laughs> pro you. over here. So we went, to, we went to dinner. And we went, you know, responsibly. We went to, to the prom, which was at our school, a very small school. 140 people graduated. Went to, went to the little dance thing, did our thing. Came home to the after prom party at my house. That's where we started having some cocktails. And I was like, Mark, this chick's going to get sick at my house and I ain't cleaning it up. And so she goes in my bathroom, and she goes out. Crawl in and wake this chick up. She starts throwing up everywhere. And I'm like, Tux, that was what we called him. And uh, I was like, man, you got to get this chick out of here. She wasn't from Page Lynn anyway. We're all a bunch of rednecks. You know, we all hung out together every weekend. But, man, that was probably uh, – that's, I'm really glad if my mom's here. If this girl listens to the podcast, I'm really sorry. Her name was <laughs> Becky. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she did. Yeah. Her name was Becky something. She was super cute. But. Stop locking the door when you go in the bathroom. Jeez. Yeah. You're going to pass out. 
Just good lord. I mean, look, we've all been young and fun and dumb, and I don't know. Some of us are smart about it. Some of us aren't. <laughs> I don't but have any crazy really, problems. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think an eighteen year old enough to get too crazy, are you? I don't know. I mean, you're eighteen. Somebody told me the other day drinking age should be 18, and I was like, you're crazy. And then I started thinking about it, I was like, well. It is it, in Canada. It almost would help it because it's so far away when you're 18 that you do it because it's so far away. Yeah. You, you can't do it responsibly because you're like, woo, let's party. We're not <laughs> supposed to be doing this. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, that's probably more like what it is. Yeah. No, nothing, TJ? No. I went to probably three proms maybe. You Nothing didn't drink. You're kept it classy. Not really. Bummer. Yeah, I got to go to the um, junior prom. I think is that what it is? The younger one. There's two proms, right? We only had a senior prom, but we you had, could get asked. To yeah, I got prom. a girl asked me to go with her to the junior prom. Well, I was a senior. Like, she cute. She's all right. Yeah. Did you ask you mm-hmm. ask you any creative? Did you stay way? out all night. Uh, I just went wherever she went. And all her friends. Did you stay out all night. Yeah. yeah. No. The answer. <laughs> nope. I did. Oh, yeah? but, I did, but no. I, I, so when we got home Saturday night after Kansas, it was prom night here, and I couldn't go to sleep. At 5 in the morning, kids were still coming and going at my neighbor's house. And wow. I was like, man, go to bed. What are y'all doing at yeah. 5 in the morning? Yeah. No. I was probably out that late. We all got hotels. That's how we did it. Yeah. You think you – I had a – They wouldn't let us get, hotel, get hotels. At there wasn't age. a hotel close to us. <laughs> You think you had a small class? I graduated with 75 people. Yeah, we were 140. Wow. Yeah. I had a, way more. Yeah. It's, I had 1,500. Well, I knew every kid in every grade. We don't do DBC picks for all-star race. Yeah. No. Last okay. year, you picked just anyone for fun if yeah. you want to do that. I so, included the list of all-star guys. So I'll go with uh, – it's it's just for fun. I mean, it's, it's for fun, and it's why wouldn't you pick? You can go for whoever you want. All right. Go ahead, loser. Plate racing, plate racing machines. I'll go with uh, I'll go with TJ. I'll give him uh, give him some street cred here. See if Logano can get a win. I'll go um, I'll go Brad. Yeah, Pinsky like Brad's. Pinsky's so good at our other plate stuff. You have to wonder what they're going to be able to translate into it. He's been quick lately and just hasn't had a results. So I feel like he's getting ready to break through. So yeah. All right, anything we want to rant about? I don't think we have time to rant. No, we're getting kicked out. Oh, Dell Jr.'s here. Yeah. Got it. When well, your big boss gets here, you get the hell out. Okay, well, you guys come up with some fun ideas for a 100th episode next week. Yeah. My fun idea is Jason brings Chick-fil-A. Uh, I don't have any money to bring Chick-fil-A. <laughs> He's in college, so. Not anymore. You said he just graduated or whatever, didn't you? I finished you? my sophomore year. Oh, my bad. So, like, Summer halfway. vacation. Still broke. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, One Mean, Exalta. All right. Have a great we'll week. Go, I guess we'll go hungry. <laughs> I brought week. Dunkin' Donuts for whoever tweeted out something yeah, about like you guys have to bring breakfast. Freaking yeah. hepatitis C or something. <laughs> on. And I'm not there. touching anything that's been touched by somebody that has chlamydia or whatever he's got. <laughs> I'm out. I'll... You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.